Where is Chris Treble? I don't know. Sitting on the toilet, watching a show. He could be anywhere. Chris Treble, where are you? You are such a turd. I'm a turd. How am I a turd? I felt bad because I was late, but I was late because my son rolled over for the first, second, and third time. Hey, all right. That's a uh, that's a nerve-wracking thing whenever that happens. Yeah, I'm like, so do we have to plug all the electrical outlets now? Yep, that's pretty much it. You got to plug all the electrical outlets. You have to um, pad all the corners. And if you thought you didn't sleep well before, <laughs> doctor, let me tell you what. I sleep great now. Well, yeah, but now you're going to stop. Because now every five seconds you're going to go, is he dead? I think he's dead. Is he dead? Is he dead? He's probably dead. I don't think that's going to happen to me. <laughs> okay. 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 Let's see about that. <laughs> uh, how you been? Uh, you know, that's fine. Tonight was, uh, whew, let me tell you, it was a close one. It was, uh, he just, he would not go down tonight. For sleep, uh, it was a rough one, and I w- there was it was like one of those nights where I'm like, we may not be recording tonight. Like this, <laughs> this could go, this could be an all nighter. Who knows? To be completely honest, uh, Rowan is having a fit right now, and it's going to come up on my microphone. So, oh, I know because I can hear it. it. Sounds like there's dolphins in the background. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we adopted a dolphin as well. I mean, that's a different sound, but it sounds like you're doing a special episode from Sea World. <laughs> I had two lunches today. <laughs> Normally we talk about things that are eventful, not just normal things. Well, I had, here's the thing. We ordered Wendy's and it was completely the wrong order. Ooh. And it was like two kids meals. So we were like, this isn't going to be enough for us, you know? Yeah. And so we ordered from Burger King after that. Wait, <laughs> it was, you got the wrong order for, like they gave you the wrong order and then you just... They gave Wendy's gave you the wrong order and then you just went with it. You didn't like go back or call them or something. It was like, hey, this isn't the right food. So we ordered it from Grubhub. And when it got here, I immediately was like our drinks were wrong and the bag was much lighter. So I was like, hey, uh, I think you might have given us the wrong thing. And he said, it's what they gave me. Sorry. And then got in his car and left. So I contacted Grubhub and I chatted with someone and they said, oh, sorry, we've given you a refund. (laughs) And I was like, excellent. Well, that's what you want to hear. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, great. Whatever. Cool. So you got a free lunch and then you ordered Burger King. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I thought of you today because I saw in the news that the one and only Dairy Queen in all of Manhattan closed. No. Yeah. The one on um, Union Union Square. Yeah. Yeah. It closed. And I I thought of you. I almost contacted you to make sure you were doing okay. You should have contacted me before it closed so I could go get a, one I last. I didn't know. Oh, you son of a bitch. I had no idea. I think it was closed already. I think it was like shut down because of the shutdown. But they were like, no, we're officially closed. Yeah. I mean, speaking of... I was just trying to make this work and I don't think I can. I was trying to make a segue of like... <laughs> No, keep going. Keep doing speaking, it. Keep going with it. Speaking of you can do it, buddy. brain freeze, yeah. did you see Herman Cain died? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's the worst segue I've ever heard. <laughs> he was a coronavirus denier and he died 
of fucking coronavirus. Of coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It was, <sighs> it was, I don't want to say it was great because a man lost his life, but I mean, come on, man. <laughs> like, did you see he tested positive for it two weeks after going to the Tulsa rally? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's the, this is the thing. I'm like, Ugh. it get. I was telling Sarah, it was like, it gets harder and harder for them. I mean, they're still going to do it. They're still going to like argue all of the points that they always argue, but yep. it gets, what's nice is that the harder that they argue these points against the bigger events that happen against their points, the more absolutely ludicrous and ridiculous all their points seem. And so people start to, except for obviously the crazy people on, on the fringes, but like, you mean 50% of America? Yeah. But, you know, some of the, a lot of the people that are undecided, it's great because they, they go, all right, this is getting more and more. Like, it's hard to ignore the absurdity of it all. Do you know what I mean? Like, she, he was a, not only was he at the Tulsa rally, then he got COVID two weeks immediately after. He's a Trump surrogate. He's one of the guys they would march out to do a speech for them. And he's one of the one who was denying all of the facts. And then he dies from, the, like, there's no getting around it. There's no... Well, he was, you know, not really that involved with... He is so directly involved with all of this. It hits them, like, right in their core. Yeah, he was the head of... um, I forget the name of it, but there was was an organization that was, like, Black Americans for Trump or something. I think he was the only one in it. (laughs) I'm not only the president, I'm also a member. (laughs) I'm not only the president, I'm also the member. (laughs) (laughs) yeah everybody welcome to the hold on let me do that again now with the new equipment hold on i just realized i wanted to adjust the knobs on that hold on one second Oh, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and figure out all this new equipment we got. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. I wonder if you sound like me now. Like, do you, is it good? We have good mics now. We have two good microphones. We do. And we have all this great stuff, which, by the way, we should talk about only because... We need to say thank you to all of our fans on Patreon. This is what it gets you. It gets you better quality sound just for you. We took all of that stuff you gave us for Patreon and put it back into the show just for you. So thank you for getting us all this stuff that is helping to make our show better. Did I freeze or did you freeze? You froze. Okay. Here's the thing. One of us has a gigabyte of high speed Fios internet. And the other one is stealing internet from the coffee shop down the street. Not stealing. They know that I'm doing it. They know that I'm doing it. Okay? It's not stealing it. If you give out that Wi-Fi password for free, it's not stealing. Okay? Besides, Starbucks can... They can foot the bill. Okay? <laughs> they, it's fine. I'll buy, like, three lattes a month. And I don't know, man. I don't know if they can afford it. Like, Dairy Queen fucking closed. I mean, Dairy Queen in... Manhattan clothes. That's, I, 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 it's different. It's a, I think it's a different thing. 
New Yorkers love coffee, is what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, yeah, and they hate ice cream. Well, they don't hate ice cream, but they like organic ice cream. I'm afraid you're speaking a language I don't understand anymore. I have, I don't understand even what I'm saying to myself. It doesn't, I don't even, I don't understand those people either. I really want a peanut butter parfait more than anything, more than I, I've wanted anything in my life right now. I would really like one of those, like, Dairy Queen had this thing where they they made like a shake that was so thick blizzard? that like literally when they hand it to you they hand it they to you they turn it upside down yeah that's the blizzard oh is it all right that's the blizzard yeah they turn it upside down to show you it's so thick that the spoon won't fall out or that and that that the thing won't fall out yeah how many times do you think it did how many times do you think they turned it upside down and just fucking fell out on the counter oh man you know what i bet you that's probably like a first day punking that they do to all the new people like they're probably they're probably in there and like they're like buttering the the inside of the cup or something and they're like they're like, it's Jerry's first day. Let's fuck with him. And they just like, they grease all the cups. Every fourth cup is oiled up or something. It's and so, Crisco. And he does it. Yeah. And he does it all falls out. He's like, um, oh no. I know it, I'm trying to make it sound like Jerry's a, a teenager, but in my mind, he's 43 years old. <laughs> he's 43 years old. He's got a kid at home that he's trying to support after his wife left him. And... He's starting his first day, Dude, Queen. did you know that Val Kilmer had a tracheotomy? <laughs> wow. Holy cow. Hold on. Let me brace myself for that left turn. What? <laughs> did you know that Val Kilmer had a tracheotomy? When? Uh, 2015, I think. What? Yeah. You had no idea, right? No. Hold on. Sorry. I wasn't finished my question. What is bringing this conversation on? <laughs> that Your weird voice when you said it, you were being an old man. <laughs> oh, Okay. And that's just a random fact that you heard a weird voice and that random fact just made its way to the front of your brain and out your mouth. Yes. Wow. It's, a, it's quite a hurricane in there, isn't it? Yeah, it was quite a journey. Val Kilmer, I went on Cameo, which I think you're probably familiar oh with. Oh my God. Did you really? Yeah. Why? Who were you hiring to break up with whom? I wasn't. I was just like, oh yeah, I should look at this. Like, I wonder who they have on here. You know, what washed up actors could they have? <laughs> so I decided to sure. check out. I was like, what's Polly Shore been up to these days? And decided to go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. And uh, yeah, Val Kilmer's one of the ones on there. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I wonder what he's been doing. And I opened it up and they have like examples like, oh, this is the last one he did. It was for this guy's birthday or whatever. And I looked it up. And he's talking through a voice box now. And I was like, is this a joke? Like, I was like, is this... Right. Is he doing a bit or something? And all of them are like that. And so I googled, like, Val Kilmer voice. And it was like, 2015, Val Kilmer had a tracheotomy. Holy shit. Yeah. I had no idea. Which is why he hasn't been in anything lately. Which is why he's not in the new Top Gun movie. Which is why he's not in the new Justice League movie. Which is why he'll be in the Flashpoint movie. Did you freeze or did I freeze? Uh, you clearly froze because one of us has a gigabyte of Fios internet right next to their computer. And one of us is constantly stealing internet from a roving ice cream truck that just makes its way around the block every 15 minutes. Is it a Dairy Queen ice cream truck? Oh, I wish it was. 
No, have you ever had the peanut butter parfait? Do you know what that is? I think I got that once from a hooker in Minneapolis. Well, let me paint you a picture, my friend. Okay, it is, it is hot fudge and salted peanuts. Oh yeah, I did get this from a hooker in Minneapolis. On top of a layer of no, no, I'm still gonna go with it. On top of a layer of vanilla ice cream. Gross. Underneath a layer of hot fudge and salted peanuts. Underneath a layer of vanilla ice cream. Underneath a layer of hot fudge and salted peanuts with vanilla ice cream and hot fudge to top it all off. Sounds mostly bad. I hate you. Should we finally get to the news? We're 20 minutes into this motherfucker. Oh my God, we are. (laughs) I know. I know, right? Let's rock this bitch. Time flies when you're given quality content. (laughs) So we got, uh, I got some news. You have some news? I do have some news. Son of a bitch. Um, Well, I got a little bit of everything. I got, I'll tell you what, let's mix it up a little bit. All right. I got a little, let's do this. I got a little Star Wars and I've got a little Marvel. What do you want to go with? DC. Too bad. I want to talk about the boys. By the way, can I just side note? I'm just curious. Um, if I do this, if I do these bits enough, the bits that you hate, the the top one and the hey Andrew and hey Andrew, hey Andrew one. If I keep going with these bits, eventually, am I going to get to a point where I just crack you, where I just psychologically break you? Eventually, you're going to do that, and I'm going to swim across the Hudson. Then swim across the East River yeah. with a knife in my teeth. Okay. Knock on your door. Okay. And when you answer it, I'm going to ask you if you need help cooking dinner because that's what a friend does. Thank you. And I do. How close are we getting to that point? We're, we're like 50 episodes in, so I'm like, I'm curious. On, wait, where's he going? Oh, God. Oh. Oh, hold on a sec. Hey. Oh, hey. Hey, buddy. Hey. Yeah, no, totally. I can. Yeah, I was just making the. You wanna. Can you. The, can you chop some vegetables with that thing? Cool. All right. Yeah, let's do that. No, a little salt. A little salt be good. Okay. Yeah. You just let it kiss the pan. Just let it kiss it. Not too much. All right, I let it piss the pan, and now it's it's done. Excellent. Oh, it smells so good. It's gonna be the best asparagus ever. So. This was announced at Comic-Con. Comic-Con happened. I guess that's really the new story. Comic-Con happened. Right. Yeah, I thought about doing that, but then I decided not to. Yeah, right? I didn't do any of it. Wholly irresponsible of two people who have a podcast about movies and comic books. And yet... I guess, but it's all virtual, so it's all going to come out anyway. This is what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. But this was announced at Comic-Con... You can't see the quotes, but I'm doing air quotes. The Boys. So season two of The Boys is coming out uh, September 4th. And without even seeing season two, we've already been greenlit for season three and a new trailer dropped. Did you see the new trailer for The Boys? I haven't even watched the show. I sort of know what it is. Wait, you haven't seen The Boys? No. Didn't we talk about The Boys? No. On Amazon Prime? No, we have not. Did we not do an episode on The Boys? I thought for sure that we did. Okay. Well, all right. So we're just moving on. So I guess we're just, this is a, I don't, have we ever hit this juncture before where I brought up a a topic and you're just like, no clue, nothing. I sort of know what it is. I know the fight editing is bad, but the show is generally good. The show is generally good. Show is actually really good. Yeah. I'm really, 
Hmm. Okay. It's got bones in it, right? Yeah, it does have bones in it. Yeah. Yeah. All the characters have bones in there. They all have bones. Yeah, Yeah, this is the one. This is the one where all the characters have bones (laughs) in their bodies. Good, good, good. Yeah. I hate those fucking shows where they don't have bones. Right? It's so annoying. They're all just sloshing about a bunch of meat bags. Yeah. It's just crazy. I don't understand why so many shows and movies make that choice to remove all the bones. Which would have been a great segue into the video game inside, which we're going to talk about next week. So you did find it. Okay, great. (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, so you finished it. (laughs) (laughs) Are you kidding? Yeah, it was like an hour. (laughs) Okay. So you know what? Let's move on from this. And if you decide to cut this part out of the show, that's fine. And if you don't, that's fine, too. Oh, the boys part. Yeah, the boys part. I thought you meant the part you were about to move on to. And I was like, no, what no, are no. we doing? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening uh, right now? Have you seen the boys? Yes, I have. I've seen the boys. I don't mean the show. I just mean, you know, like our friends. <laughs> I thought you meant our kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen them? You know where they are? No, I, they're so gone. How does it look? Does it look good? The new season? and First season is really good. In fact, actually, this kind of segues from our episode last week. When we were talking about happy, if you like happy, I think you'll like the boys because it's that dark. It's very dark, but it does have a humor to it. And it definitely takes it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Yeah. And the and the trailer looks good. The trailer looks good. The trailer looks great. OK. Yeah. I guess I'm just talking to the people out there and not you. Which is fine, because I guess these are the people who are listening. Yeah, you know that this isn't just a conversation that we have, right? You know, it's never entirely been made clear to me on who exactly is listening to this. I know at the end you spout a couple of names about people who give money to us. I'm not sure if those are Russian bots or or who knows what. I was going to say, we literally just thanked them for sending us enough money to make equipment and to That's pay true. us. This is very true. Okay. Then I guess I'll talk to them. So, Julie, so the the second season of The Boys is coming out September 4th. And a new trailer just dropped. It looks great. It looks fantastic. They speed, they speedboat through a whale. So that's that. There you go. See, now I'm getting you interested. And it's already without seeing season two. It's already been greenlit for season three. For those of you who can't see because there's no video, uh, if you're just listening to the podcast, he saw my erection. I mean, who hasn't seen your erection? Come <laughs> it's on. like the bat signal. Yeah. Go on. And they're also up in the ante by, by adding an additional show. That is like an after the boys show, like a like a talking dead for the boys, essentially hosted by Aisha Tyler of the talk and of talk soup fame. And I think she's only of talk soup fame to like me, but that's exciting. It's I'm excited that this show is already doing so well that it's going to get a season three. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. All the boys are back. Carl Urban is fantastic. Would you say the boys are back in town? I'd say the boys never even left town. Yeah. I know it's a song. I know what you were doing there. I recognize that. That's humor. We make jokes. Please, for the love of God, get me off this story. Please. Zack Snyder said he would rather set Justice League on fire than use a single piece of Joss Whedon's footage. And you know what? So would I. And it has nothing to do with Joss Whedon. I so I agree. And I loved that quote. I, I read it and I was like, oh, man, he is coming out swinging on that one. That's fantastic. Yeah. Zack Snyder clearly trying to spare everyone's feelings. He walked it back a little bit. 
And he said, I would destroy the movie. I would set it on fire before I would use a single frame that I did not photograph. I would literally blow that thing up if I thought for a second. Anything you see in this movie that reminds you of the theatrical release, which again, famously, I literally have never seen, would be because that was a thing uh, that I had done and was being borrowed for whatever, that Frankenstein's monster that you got in the theater. <laughs> Quote. Man, he just went a whole hog on that. I mean, I just want to break it down. He went Tom Cruise on that yeah, shit. Yeah, he really did. Yeah. He went Ray Fisher on that shit. Um, who also, by the way, <laughs> on the same panel, up the ante as well. <laughs> Jeez. But I, I, that's fantastic. It actually makes me more excited to see the Snyder Cut. I was kind of in already just by a little bit of the stuff that I had been seeing and been hearing about but it makes me more excited because i don't want to see is like um some of the footage from joss whedon and and it being used it repurposed in a different fashion a la the superman 2 the the richard donner cut but the fact that this is going to be all original that it's a completely different movie and it actually made me have a thought because people are asking is the snyder cut then reshaping the dceu is that going to be kind of the going forward the jumping off what even fucking is the dceu anymore nothing which made me think why don't they just say it's all a multiverse i think that was the original idea right wasn't that one of the plans was that like the flash was going to like you know show that that exists basically right exactly so what i'm saying is like why not say that to the two justice league at some point in the dceu a multiverse was formed and that's why you have two Justice League movies and they can exist simultaneously. And then everybody's happy. I don't know that everyone would be happy. I, don't, I should say the phrase everybody's happy. And then when it comes to DC, really what it comes down to is and then nobody's happy. Yeah. Then we've fully isolated everyone. Uh-huh. See, we've isolated the people who liked Justice League. And now we've also isolated the people who didn't like Justice League. So there you go. Well, it's also so hard to tell, like... Joss Whedon was brought in at the very end. What are the odds that that entire movie has fallen apart because of the guy they brought in at the end? Like, I know he did a lot and like his scenes don't really fit with what was already created. Right. But I still don't think that's the reason that movie is bad. No, it might not be. But I don't know. Here's the thing. I don't know from what point it got walked back. Do you know what I mean? Like you bring you have Zack Snyder shooting this movie and apparently he shot like all of what he wanted to shoot. Yeah. And then you bring, I think what, this is what I think happened. Okay. I think Zack Snyder shoots everything that he, basically what he wants to, everything that he wants to shoot, except for stuff you'd have to go back and do reshoots for after post. Then he has a tragedy and he has to step off the project and they bring in Joss Whedon, who is a big name director as well. And Joss Whedon comes in and says, listen, I'll do this, but I'm not just going to like, if I'm putting my name on it and you're going to use my name to market this, I'm not just going to like finish someone else's movie. This isn't going to be Joss Whedon's Zack Snyder's Justice right. League. I'm not just going to be like some errand boy to just finish off someone Zach's else's vision. vision. If you, exactly. I'm going to if you're going to put my name on it and use my name to promote it, then I'm going to make it a Joss Whedon movie. So now we have to go back to not a page one rewrite, but I'm going to go back to literally the story and rewrite it and redirect a lot of those scenes to fit what I think the movie should be and then go from there. And they were like, okay, but you have to use some of this footage because we've paid for all of it. And he's like, I can use some of it, 
but this is where we're going to branch off here and I have to shoot the rest of it. And I think that's what happened. The reason there was speculation that there wasn't a Snyder Cut is that... It's just so weird to me because like every movie, every DC movie that was run by Zack Snyder has been bad. Every single one. And now all of a sudden we're like, oh no, the reason Justice League was bad is because Joss Whedon came in at the end. So like, look, I get it. Here's what I'll say as well. This is the one caveat of that is that I think that there's a good chance this might be at least better than the Justice League we saw, but not because it was Joss Whedon's original vision, but because it's been like a year and critics have picked it apart and said, basically, this is what we don't like about it. And now he can just go back and change those things. Yeah, I mean, the other part of this is that People are like, oh, this is the original vision that Zack Snyder had. It's not. It's never going to fully be the original vision because he has um, taken time. He has had the ability, like you said, to step away from it and reflect on not only on the movie that he was going to make, but also the movie that came out. And he can now reform it. And like you said, just kind of point it in certain directions and just enhance what he has, but enhance it in a way that it's going to be more palette appealing to to everybody yeah that's a fair point i mean the people are like this is finally the snyder cut it's never really going to be the thing that you think that it is you know it's never going to be the what we would have gotten in theaters this is a wholly different thing first of all it's over three hours long it was three never going to be three Jesus hours long Christ. if it went to a movie theater even if it was Zack snyder's cut it was never going to be three hours long that just was not going to happen You can get that for the Avengers because they had 11 years of movies leading up to it. For Justice League, you had two. So it's never going to be three-hour epic. Endgame was also just a much more complicated film. Like, I can't imagine how much more complicated Justice League is. Well, but again, that's why. It's because you had 11 years worth of of films of all these characters who had separate storylines that fed into one central storyline. And then you have to tie everything up individual storyline and collective storyline together you have to tie all of that up it's also why they had to split it up into two movies infinity war and endgame so you have all these storylines coming together justice league like i said had two movies it had the job of yes introducing new characters but they don't need to wrap up any character storylines they have to introduce in fact they were using it as a launch pad so all they have to do is introduce the new characters and leave everything open-ended so that the characters can go off into their own movies anyway. So you don't need a three-hour movie to do that. You don't have to tie up loose ends. You want the loose ends. So you leave a shorter movie. It was never going to be a three-hour movie. Yeah, I would be very suspicious if that movie was three hours. The same way I was suspicious that it was like an hour long or whatever. I think it was like an hour and a half or something. Right. But for opposite reasons. (laughs) Right. It's three hours now because we've had... A Superman movie, a second Superman movie that's also a Batman movie, a Wonder Woman movie, a, an Aquaman movie, a second Wonder Woman movie that's about to come out, the Suicide Squad movie. We've had all these other things that the ball is rolling on this a little more. And so the audience is more primed and prepped and a little more knowledgeable about the characters. So you can now, again go back and bring out certain things about Aquaman, which make more sense to us being more familiar with this character than we were when we first saw Justice League. Uh, Superman is a black suit in the new Justice League movie. Did you see that? I did, yeah. The new Justice League movie. The new Justice League movie. Which, by the way, I do like the black suit. 
I'm glad that it's in there. I don't know. I it, guess. Is it going to do anything, though? Like, is it is, no, like, but it doesn't do anything in the comics either. No, I know. But it's like it doesn't mean anything. Like, it's just going to be the same Superman that we had before. But he's going to be wearing black. It means something to me, Andrew. Like in the comics, it does mean something, you know, because Superman was dead and there was no bringing him back. And in this one, it's just like, oh, yeah, next movie. Like he's back, whatever. Yeah, he's dead. 15. Er, he's dead. And 15 minutes later, he's back alive again. Yeah. And in fact, we I think at the end of the movie that he died in right like you see the ground start to shake yeah yeah yeah. the soil like started to float which i'm not even sure how them whatever i don't want to get into that it's literally like 10 or 15 minutes and then you're like oh he's still alive in the same movie yeah i know they shot their wad in the first movie (laughs) that phrase doesn't apply here does it who knows who cares this is i got one for you i got a good one for you ready you're gonna be happy about this one Okay, here we go. There's a new series coming to Amazon Prime that isn't The Boys. Paper Girls. Yeah, officially. Paper Girls by Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Chang. It's a good one. It's coming to, has officially had a series order by Amazon. Brian K. Vaughn, man, he's getting, uh, he's getting traction. Yeah. He was, he was nobody. He was like an underdog for a long time. Did you know he worked on Lost? I've heard that. I've heard he worked on Lost. Yeah. I saw an interview with him and he talked about how working on Lost made him really want to write Saga. Because he had this idea for this story that was like a like extraterrestrial hyper fantasy alien like drama that involved, you know, like a whole family. And it was like a Romeo and Juliet story. And he was working on Lost and he was like, I couldn't like he, he was doing like there were so many things he wanted to do in the show Lost that he couldn't do. Like he would give these ideas and they'd be like, we don't have the money for that. We don't have the budget for that. We don't have the time for that. And he, or he would bring up like plot ideas and they'd be shot down because the way he described it, television washes over, like it has to be able to just wash over you. Right. And he was like, so what's a good medium for this? Where like, I don't have to worry about the budget. I don't have to worry about timelines. And it's something that like the readers actually have to invest themselves in. And he was like, oh yeah, comics. Like that's, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Because in television, it has to, because you see that image for a second and then it's gone. Right. Exactly. Like even if you're holding on a shot, yes. it's a moving image. So every frame is just gone instantly. Yes. Whereas a page, I could stare at that page and take it in yes. in every detail. And with comics, like the page is the artwork and you can also like go back and reread stuff without having to like click a button, like find the remote, aim it at the TV, click the thing, you know. Such a pain in the ass when you have to do that. You know what I was thinking? We should... Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea for future episodes. It's like uh, an artist or a, a writer spotlight, like a Brian K. Vaughn episode, like a, just a spotlight of his work. Oh, yeah. I would love that. I'm still about halfway through Why the Last Man. Um, which is also getting a series. That's the thing is like FX is doing Why the Last Man with Diane Lane. And then The Runaways is also his comic as well on Hulu. So that's two. And now he's got this third one with Paper Girls. So Paper Girls is going to be written by Stephanie Folsom, who was a co-writer on Toy Story 4. And Paper Girls came out in uh, from Image Comics and it follows four young girls who, while they're out delivering papers on the morning of Halloween in 1988, become caught in this conflict between warring factions of time travels and they it gets into weird wild really crazy stuff i i will say that because you have not finished all of paper girls have you no i've read the first volume okay i mean time travel as a story device is always complicated 
And this one gets really bendy <laughs> to the point that I don't want to say it lost me a couple volumes in, but I was like, I have no idea where I am or who I'm talking to. I will say it's, it's interesting. I'm going to be interested to see how this is adapted to TV, especially when you have a writer who left TV to do comics because of the confines of the medium of television. And now you're taking someone who writes in such a broad scope and condensing it down. To be fair, though, what station was lost on? ABC. Yeah, Amazon's going to have a lot more money. I will say the streaming services know how to strategically put money into things. Well, and especially the big ones. Like Netflix is great at using a little bit of money to stretch a dollar. Right. But like Amazon and HBO, like Watchmen was so good. It was. And like the CGI was so good. Right. It also comes down to the fact that if you're doing a limited series or you're doing a shortened season, then your your budget gets spread out amongst the the episodes a little more evenly and a little better. I mean, that's the other thing is that Lost yeah. was on ABC and ABC can pour the money into something like Lost. Um, it, especially when it was like their number one show, they're going to put, they're going to back the money truck up, but lost was doing like 24 episodes a season. So, you know, you have to, and showrunners have said this, they're like, you know, you're going to have your season opening your mid season, like around Christmas time and your season finale. Those are like your three big episodes that your budget's going to go into. They're going to have a bottle episode where they can't spend any money so that they can stretch it. And then Somewhere in between there, they have to find ways to put the money into different episodes. It was also, I mean, Lost was also 15, 20 years ago, right? Like, Yeah, that's the other CGI thing. has gotten a lot cheaper and better since then. Absolutely. Yeah. So the effects are a lot easier to do now. Um, you know, the effects that you had on Lost is so easy to do now for television. Like before they were like, wow, look at the giant airplane crash. But now that's really easy to do. Every now and then I see that scene go around and it's like new footage released from the first plane that hit the two towers. And I'm like, that's lost. <laughs> Are you serious? Every time. Yeah. It's like the people screaming and the tail flies off of the plane. And every time I'm like, it's fucking lost. <laughs> it's like Rick rolling for conspiracy theorists. It's really what it is. Like Every time you're going to put... It's some sort of weird conspiracy headline. You just put the plane crash from Lost. What do you call a Chinese guy flying a plane? The pilot, you fucking racist. Peter Shinkoda, who played Nobu in Daredevil, said his storyline and storylines of other Asian characters were cut because Jeff Loeb told writers, quote, nobody cares about Asian people. Shinkoda said, quote, I am privy to that storyline. They explained it to me and they were very apologetic that they couldn't go through with it, but their hands were tied. It was a very interesting storyline about having to go to New York under the guise of getting some kind of transplant for medical reasons. And it was a lot of paperwork and bureaucracy was fudged so that Nobu could get into the country and then carry out his black sky plans. But all that backstory was dropped. And the writers told me they were reluctant to do it because they were stoked about the storyline. I mean, I want to say that that's shocking to me, and yet it's not, which is unfortunate. You know what I mean? It's also important to know, this is something that I realized, it's important to know that this was also when Ike Perlmutter was running the show. Oh, and yeah. And he was a dickhead. Yeah, he was. He was a huge dickhead and made, like, odd decisions for really no reason at all. So, yeah, a little surprised that that 
quote came from Jeff, Jeff Lowe. No, am I? Maybe I'm not. I might not be. Well, Kevin Feige has evidently since distanced himself even before that, like before this came out like months ago, he was like, yeah, he's not going to work with us anymore for just different reasons. Who, Jeff Loeb or Perlmutter? Jeff Loeb. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm really, I, I once again find myself like grasping for something to make sense of, of that. And there's nothing there. Like there's, there's nothing there. Evidently, this included uh, storylines that involved Mao as well, the, the old Asian woman. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, on one hand, you could say, I guess, maybe they they had to trim somewhere and they had to trim certain characters and things like that. But when you start to add in more characters, especially a character like Mao, who has been a central character, not just in like the third season, but in the first season, the second season, the defenders, you know, obviously there's, there's a pattern going on and that's, that's where the evidence lies. That's unfortunate. I mean, I guess the one good thing is that that show's not around and, you know, we can move on from that and, I would assume there's going to be a new Daredevil show and we can strive to do better in a different culture to bring more storylines for people of different cultures and different races and showcase them in a more prominent light because there's a whole... This news also isn't super surprising when you consider that... um, I don't know if you knew this. I feel like we've talked about it on the show, but Louis Tan was originally up for um, the role of Danny Rand in Iron Fist. Yes. Louis Tan is an Asian-American martial artist and actor. And instead, he was cast as the drunken boxer in one episode and single-handedly was the entire best part of that whole season. Absolutely. Yeah. It seems like a really bad choice to put Vin Jones... Is that his name? It's not Vinny Jones. What is his name? Davy Jones. Vinny Jones is the big guy. What is his... Is it Vin Jones? No, it's... um... Oh, we're going to get tweeted real hard for this. Hold on. Now I got to look it up. It's Vin something, right? Is it? Is it Jones something? No, it's Finn. (laughs) It is. It's Finn Jones with an F. That's why I was like, this is so, we're so close on this. How am I not remembering it? That's why they cast him instead of, they cast Finny Jones instead of him. And I don't know why. Right. I mean, look, man, that could be a reason. I think, you know what? I'm going to make a prediction here. The next Iron Fist either movie or television show. And there's going to be another one. What was the actor's name? Who was the drunken boxer? Louis Tan. Louis Tan is going to be the next Danny Rand. I mean, I, when they reboot it, I feel like he's going to be the next Danny Rand. I think they would bring him No, nah, because they're going to cut ties with every actor from all those shows. They're not going to, they're not going to cast anyone. I see. I don't think so. They, I, they're, they're also going to get movie stars. Like they're not going to get TV stars because it's going to be a movie. Yeah, but they're, I feel like they're more open to taking someone who is more unknown and putting them in a lead role and then being able to show to, to surround them with uh, and pad them with bigger stars. Since the MCU like really kicked off, like let's say since um, phase two, right. Give me one lead who wasn't a big time name. That's fair. That's a fair point. Any. There's none. That's fair. I uh, know. I'm granting you that. I'll grant you that. Even like Robert Downey Jr. was the first one who was a kind of washed up, but he was a big name. Ed Norton was the second one. Right. Like Chris Evans was was still a movie star. He was, but he wasn't a household name. And Chris, and Chris Hemsworth, that was his like second thing. Besides the, the most famous thing he had done before that was James Kirk's dad in the beginning of Star Trek. 
That was literally it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So I agree. But like, right. okay, so half of the first phase was lesser known. And then half of the first phase was big time movie stars. And then everyone after the first phase was big time right. movie No, I agree stars. with you. The, the track record for it does not look good. I think, but I also think that, that Marvel is slightly more open to, I don't want to say that they would like kowtow to the fans. But I think they're they're more aware of their fan base and what yeah, a bolster that would be. But they don't care enough. That's the thing. They're aware enough to know that, like, they're aware enough that I believe that if they redo Iron Fist eventually, it'll probably be an Asian actor. But it's not going to be him. Like, I, honest to God, there's a better chance that it'll be John Cho just because he's the most famous Asian American actor who's a movie star. Okay. You know? I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll totally give you that. I'll buy that for a dollar. Do you have anything else? I do. I can't believe you don't have anything else. It's been a weird one. You know what? I think it's because Comic-Con happened, but it was virtual and no one kind of cared. <laughs> so weird news. Just I have a ton of stuff. I just didn't have the time to write it all down and to write a joke about it. So I have quick hits after this, too. Thank God. How dare you? What? Hey, hmm? let me ask you a question. I love you. When you were a kid, did you ever have a Christmas where like you woke up and you saw all the presents under the tree? And you knew the thing you wanted more than anything that Christmas was in there. But then you opened the last presents and you didn't get it. And you feel happy for like all the things you did get. But like you really wish that you had gotten that one thing too. Yeah. I wish I had that easy bake oven. I don't care. It was a girl's toy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, the HBO show Watchmen is nominated for 26 Emmys and Tim Blake Nelson for Best Supporting Actor isn't one of them. Oh, yes, that's right. That's the thing I forgot that we hadn't talked about. The Emmys came out. Yes. I, I mean, listen, you're right. I don't know how Tim Blake Nelson was overlooked for that. But I'll tell you what. I will forgive the Tim Blake Nelson simply for the fact that Watchmen got so many other nominations. They led nominations. And a lot of them all but one? No, all but two of the actors slash actresses are people of color, which is fantastic. Yeah. We didn't need another white dude winning an Emmy. But Tim Blake Nelson is so goddamn good in that he show. He is very... No, 100%... He was overlooked. I He's I probably better than Louis Gossett Jr. I feel like Louis Gossett Jr. might have been a like, hey, he deserves this just because he deserves it. And maybe also because we're trying to be like, hey, look how diverse we are. I could see that. You're right. I think he's better than, than Lou Gossett Jr. I'll give you that. Because here's we should actually we should list them first, I guess. So the the here are the big ones. Right. Go Outstanding for it. limited series in general. Uh, outstanding lead actor. This is another one that I was a little confused by. I was like, how? I was like, was Jeremy Irons the lead actor in this? Is he nominated for lead? I thought it was supporting. Is he lead? Nope. He's outstanding lead actor in a limited series or movie. So yeah, I was confused as well, especially considering, well, we'll get to it, but outstanding lead actress in a limited series or movie, Regina King, definitely deserves that. 100%. She deserves to take that fucker home. Yep. Outstanding supporting actor in a limited series or movie, I have no idea how to pronounce this man's name. Go for Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, the guy who plays her husband. I believe it's pronounced Sagand. The Sagand? See, I was making a joke there. It's second. I don't get it. Never mind. Anyway, go on. It's a good one. Thanks. You're a very funny man. Thank uh, you. I don't... We do jokes here. I don't understand how Ozymandias is considered a lead, but he, I don't know how to do this without ruining that character. Do you remember her husband's name? 
Yes, Cal. Cal? Cal. All right, yeah. So I don't understand how Jeremy Irons is considered a lead, but Cal was not. Also, another outstanding supporting actor in a limited series or movie. Uh, two more nominations, Louis Gossett Jr. and Yovan Adepo, who was in one episode, I think. And granted, he knocked it out of the fucking park. He was really good. But he plays the the younger version, the past character, the past version of the character that Louis Gossett Jr. plays, I believe. Or his dad. Right. In the... In the um in the memories episode. Well, I mean, he plays it. He's throughout the series. It's but his that's da- like it's Louis Gossett main... Jr.'s dad, right? Yes. No, it's Lou Gossett Jr. Yeah, it's Lou Gossett Jr. Isn't it? It is because she swallows the memories of Lou Gossett Jr. And then she becomes Lou Gossett Jr. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, you're right. So the son is her dad. The son is her. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> <laughs> right? Ridiculous. Um yeah, no, Lou Gossett Jr. is her dad. Wait. Isn't it? Yes, it is his it is her grandfather. It's her grandfather. It's her grandfather. Holy shit. Thank God we fucking figured it out. Also outstanding supporting actress in a limited series or movie, Jean Smart for Watchmen. She's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, she's very good, right? Yeah. She So is she definitely deserves to be on there too. Absolutely phenomenal. And this is a quote from Deadline that I thought I'd just sneak in here. Watchmen had more nominations than any other show this morning, and somehow among all that excellence, the actor who played the survivor's guilt tormented looking glass didn't warrant a glance. That's very good. I fucking loved Tim Blake Nelson, and I'm so sad he didn't get a nomination. I agree with you. I 100% agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with you in any way whatsoever. Do you disagree with me? I disagree with you. God damn it. Yeah. Also, can we just say that uh, The Mandalorian also got nominated for six for Emmys fuck as well. So did Ozark, which I was like, do I need to watch this show? Ozark gets nominated like every season, too. They're like consistently. Yeah. And Jason Bateman. Everyone I know who's watched it says it's fucking incredible. Yeah, this is what I've heard. But yeah, Mandalorian nominated for six Emmys as well. So, God damn, it's a good time to be a nerd. Is it not? <laughs> You're going to say, God damn it, it's a good time to be a TV show. <laughs> Good. God damn it. It's a good time to be a streaming surface. <laughs> All right. I got two quick things. Hit me. One might not be quick, so I'm going to save that one for the last one. Great. The quick one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson said that Tim Burton considered casting him in the role of Willy Wonka. Oh, man. Can you imagine how tight that bow tie would have been? Yeah, right? Jeez. I guess if you had cast The Rock as Willy Wonka, do you have to cast little people as Oompa Loompas? Can you just cast normal people? Oh, yeah. I guess you could, yeah. Right? You just cast... (laughs) But then you'd have to get adults to play the children, wouldn't you? Yeah. I guess you get... I mean, they're like... Who would you get to play their parents? All wrestlers? John Cena? Yes. (laughs) Like, the dude who plays the mountain in Game of Thrones? Right. Hulk Hogan is Charlie. Great. (laughs) Well, no, we're talking about the parents. Yeah, I know. But I'm just... Now I'm just going to cast all the kids and all the adults as wrestlers. Okay, great. Just in comparison. I would watch the shit out of that movie. I actually would too. Here's the other one. Umbrella Academy released their first scene of the second season. I did not watch it yet. I've not watched it yet. Holy shit. Yeah? It's... Prime me for it then. You've obviously, you've seen it. Go for it. It's better than anything else that was in the first season. It's incredible. The CGI is great. The setup is amazing. The characters are fully formed and developed further than they were when we last saw them. It looks phenomenal. How long is it? Just the first scene, is it? Like Like two minutes. Okay, it's like a two minute thing. Okay. All right. All right. 
I'm super excited for that. I have not seen it. I saw it like right. I saw that they had released the first scene right before we got got online. So it's what's going to happen as soon as we get off of this godforsaken conversation. <laughs> I've watched it five times. And I even watched it like I put it down to um, 0.25 speed to like watch it frame by frame. Wow. Because there's stuff it's like to look at it from a detailed perspective can be kind of difficult. There's a lot that happens in it. And it's it's not like a trailer. It's not like there's a lot of quick things happening and then jumps over here and then jumps over here. It's a scene that is set up with like a goal that happens from point A to point B. The characters all have goals. There's like other shit that's going on. And it. It's complicated and incredible. That's awesome. I'm really excited for this. And keep going. And keep going. If you're listening to this, you've probably already watched the whole season <laughs> because we record this on Thursdays and uh, it's Tuesday. That's right. It comes out like tomorrow. Tomorrow. It comes out tomorrow? Friday. People have already seen it probably. So yeah, you don't even have to watch the first season if you don't want to, Chris. You can just wait until tomorrow and fucking binge the whole fucking thing. Wait, here. We'll, we'll keep going with the realism. Why are you talking about the first scene, Andrew? I've seen the whole season. How was it? It was fantastic. How have you not watched it? It's been out for like a week now. Oh, sweet. What was your favorite part? Um, I like episode six. Where, you know the part in episode six where the guy, the one guy, the one brother, he punches the, other, he punches the guy, the other guy, the bad guy, and they're in the factory and then they have to run and there's like the explosions going off and then they jump through the thing to get the, uh, just at the last minute, that one, that part. No, I don't know that part because I haven't seen it, remember? Well, I don't know why not. How are you this bad at improv? I don't know why you haven't. It's been out for for a week. Four days? Or it's been out for... Can we be done? Can we be treble? <sighs> I don't want to even acknowledge that joke, and yet I can't help but think it's slightly brilliant. I hate you. I hate you. I love you, and I hate that I love you. Is that it? You got anything else? Uh, no, that's it. <laughs> Great. Oh, hey, Andrew. <laughs> what? What? Hey, Andrew. What? what? Who is it? Hey, who's saying that? Who's hey saying Andrew. That? What? Who is hey, that? Hey, Andrew. Yes, hey, thoughts Andrew. in my head. Hey, Andrew. Yeah? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on iTunes and Spotify and Google Play Music. You can also listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can find us on Twitter. Oh, which, by the way. Yes. Let me open it up. I forgot. <gasps> I forgot. What's I, our countdown? I, 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 don't, I don't know yet. Here we go. Yeah, I don't think we've hit it yet. We are at 2,990 followers on Twitter. Help us get to 3,000. We're almost there. Just retweet some shit. Yeah, guys. You know what? I've created 2,900 different Twitter accounts. Could it, could you just pick up the slack and get us an extra 10? I mean, come on, people. Can one person please just make 10 accounts? Jeez, how hard is this? We don't ask much of you. We ask you to subscribe to us on Twitter and follow us on Instagram and pay us on Patreon. Pay us on Patreon. I was going to say that one. Wait, I'm interrupting your flow. Keep going, please. Oh, you can sure. Find us you on can Twitter. also find us on Facebook, on Instagram. We 
uh, will have just ended our contest that we have going on on Instagram and Twitter. But that doesn't mean you can't go in and snipe some. There's there's going to be a couple probably that no one has taken a guess on. You're just guessing what movie the screenshot is from. So, or if someone gets it wrong, you can sneak in and grab that one. And whoever gets the most gets a shout out on the show. And if you can guess the theme of the entire month, we've been doing it every day for a month. If you can guess the theme, you get a mystery box sent to your house free of charge. So do that. Our mystery boxes are famous. Our uh, Patreon members get it all the time. Our patrons. Spoiler alert. The theme is Chris sucks. Is that what it is? Is that the theme? Did I guess the theme? Is the theme Chris sucks? Well, <laughs> I'm going to have to cut that out now. So thanks. Anyway, you can also uh, watch our videos on youtube.com slash the media lunch break. You can give us that sweet, sweet dollar bill, yo, that we on, we were just talking about on patreon.com slash the media lunch break. You can send us an email at the media lunch break at gmail.com. And you can visit our website at www.themedialunchbreak.com. Rate and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube because it helps out a fuck ton. It really does. And a special thanks to our favorite patron, Julie. Thanks, Julie. For, uh, for being so cool. All right. That's it. That's it. That wasn't so hard. I, you know what? Don't even, don't make the, don't make the joke. I heard it as soon as I said it. I heard it as soon as I said it. I'm frozen again, aren't I? Am I frozen again? No, I'm just really warm. <laughs> I, there's a tiny little room in the basement. It's got a lot of weird like swings and leather in it right now, but I can take all that out and replace it with like sound stuff and we could put, it's got central air, which is nice. Why would you take all the other stuff out? I don't know what it's for. I'm an adult. I'm not gonna like swing on a swing and I'm not a cowboy, so I don't need the leather. Let me, before you take it all out, let me, let me come over and uh, show you some of the stuff that's in there. Cause I, I, I've seen it in use before. And, and I think, I think if you're open to it, you'd enjoy it. No, I don't know though. I don't think you want to try this stuff out because it's like all covered in mayonnaise too. It's a whole thing. We got to get rid of it. Um, let me, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll bring over um, a bottle of wine and I'll put on some, some music and, I, and I'll show you, I'll show you exactly what, what those are used for. And, and I think, you know, I think you'll enjoy yourself. I think one of us will enjoy Chris, ourselves. Chris, I hate to interrupt you, but we have a special guest coming on the show right now. Oh my gosh. Who is it? It's not Jim Fagan. Well, what the, what the fuck is the point? <laughs> Excuse you? Someone way better than Jim Fagan. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Hi, you. <sighs> Aren't we all? It's 2020. We're all having a hard time. <laughs> Hi, bud. You want to say something? Go ahead. Talk to the people. Get us those last 10 Twitter followers. You just want to drool? Hi, you. Hi, you. Hey, buddy. He's so confused. It's so warm in here. He's going to get pissed off real quick. Like father, like son. And also like father, like son, he's not wearing a shirt. Oh, I wish I wasn't wearing a shirt. Me too. All right. Well, I'm sweating on my baby. So I'm going to say goodnight. Love you, bud. Good job rolling over today. Good job, bud. Bye. Oh, that gust of air was so good. <laughs> I was waiting here, the click of the door, and you just turn and go, God, I hate being a father.